Welcome to the podcast, God Wants to Talk to You. 15 minutes of Bible talk hosted by a regular guy, ordinary non-church affiliated layman named Michael. And that would be me. Welcome back to another episode of God Wants to Talk to You. Today, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a stretch here is what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I found something I wanted to talk about in the Bible, because like I say, I read the New Testament a lot, especially the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And this is just a very short verse from Matthew 17, and it comes at a point right after, in Matthew, the transfiguration. Transfiguration is when Jesus had take taken a few of the disciples up to the top of the mountain to pray, knowing he was about to be uh, crucified. And all of that madness was about to come his way. So he went up to the top of the mountain to pray about it. And he told the those disciples, like, sit here while I pray. And voila, what happened? They looked up and all of a sudden Jesus was no longer alone. And not only was he not alone, he was purely white, glowing white. And Moses was there with him. Yes, Moses from a thousand years before in the Old Testament was standing there with Jesus, and so was the prophet Elijah. And then a cloud rolled up, and that would have been Father God, who was also there, who then spoke so that the disciples could hear him and said, this is my son, uh, who I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And that was the transfiguration. And so after that, Jesus told him, don't say anything about it. And they came walking down the mountain. And right after that had happened, when they got down there, the other disciples that didn't come up onto the mountain with them to pray, they were down there with a crowd around because the crowd's always waiting for Jesus because people are always looking for miracles or asking to be cured or just wanting to touch him and uh, get some grace. And as that was happening, there was a man there with his son, and the son had been demon-possessed. And he came to the disciples. Remember, the disciples were given the gift by Jesus to be able to cast demons out in his name. They could cast out demons. They could cure the sick. They could do those miracles that Jesus was performing. The the, uh, disciples and who were later the apostles could all do that. So they had tried with this man's son, and they were unable to do it. So Jesus comes down. And they say, yeah, uh, you know, Jesus, we tried to throw the, the demon out of this kid and we're un- unable to do it. It didn't work. And Jesus said, you unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus then rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed at that moment. And then the disciples after they walked away, we're like, hey, hey, what happened? How come we couldn't do it? We've been able to do this, no problem. What happened? And Jesus replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And I think about that all the time. Because so many times Jesus spoke in parable. This is not a parable. This is him rebuking, he rebukes the the demon out of the boy, and then he rebukes the disciples and is like, hey, you don't have enough faith. You don't have, If you had a mustard seed of faith, you could tell that mountain to move. And I know this very well, this, this chapter in Matthew. And I think about it. And then 
this is a, 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 weird, a weird road, but it brought me to a whole nother epiphany today as I was driving to work to my real job, which I do every morning as the sun's rising in, in uh, Los Angeles. I am in my car heading to work. And every day where I live, I live near the beach in the Santa Monica area. I come down the hill. I have to come all the way down to Pacific Coast Highway. And then I turn a left. And the first thing I see every day as the sun is rising, I see the hills of the Palos Verdes Bluffs. And then on a clear day over on the other side, I see Catalina Island sticking up like mountains in the ocean. And the sun's rising from the east and just starting to trickle down on them. The sky is pink and it's it's beautiful. And there it is. Every day I see that and I, I admire the glory of God's creation and how beautiful it is. Then a couple minutes later, I get onto the 10 freeway heading east. The sun's now in my face, but I can make out Mount Wilson almost immediately. Highest point in L.A. County, decorated with all of the radio and television transmitters on the top of it. And about the time I see that, and I'm like, man, that's just beautiful. These mountains are something majestic and beautiful about mountains. Then I see Mount Baldy, which is the highest mountain in Southern California, and it's covered with snow, and it's it's breathtaking. It really, really is. And I often think to myself, like, this is just amazing. And then today, as I was looking at those, and I was thinking about this, Matthew, I'm like, uh, I can, if I had the faith of a mustard seed, I could tell that mountain to move, and it would move? Did Jesus really mean that? Like, And I'm thinking of that. And then I thought, this hit me. Literally, at this point, it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute, we're like those mountains. And and here's what I mean. How are mountains made? If you answered they're made by God, you were 100% correct, but they're made technically by God, yes, but the uh, scientific explanation is when two continental plates are drifting and they collide, and these things are massive, massive chunks of the Earth's crust and as they collide, they weigh about the same weight, and they just start crumbling into each other. Massive amounts of pressure and just smashing and destruction, and they start to crumble and pile up on one another, slowly but surely. Because think about this, mountains only grow two to three inches a year, and it takes tens of millions of years for them to grow into an actual mountain. And it is an ugly, tough process of smashing and grinding and destruction. It's slow. And these plates eventually make a new creation, which ends up being this beautiful mountain. And, and what, what I took as I was looking at that and thinking of that, the same thing goes for us. Thankfully, in a much shorter time frame, but think about it. Here we are living our life. We are getting ground down by the lessons of life. And we grow in our wisdom and many people, not everyone, but many people grow into these big, beautiful mountains. They really, really do. And it is not an easy process at all. It's absolutely grueling. But some people turn into these larger-than-life, beautiful, wise people. And they are something to be admired in, the, in the, the beauty of these people and what they have gone through and what they have become and those trials that we go through every day, those things seem like they're going to break us. And they're not. They're just molding us into something new. They're making us into a mountain. And if we do turn into a mountain, it's solely by the grace of God that we pull this off. Now, some people get there and, and 
they become a mountain, and then what happens? They get filled with pride and with arrogance, and they start to fall down. You're like, well, wait a minute. What could tear down a mountain? Well, lots of things tear down a mountain. Just as slowly as it's being built up with the collision of the plates, the wind and the the rain are eroding it tiny, tiny bits at a time. So they're slowly wearing it down at the same time from the top as from down underneath at the base, they're slowly growing. So they're growing and shrinking at the same time. You also get mudslides, you get rock slides, you get fires that make them vulnerable to rapid erosion the next time we have a storm system come through. And then sometimes you get a volcanic eruption like Mount St. Helens happened in our lifetime. Boom, gone. Like that's what can happen to a mountain. If you are are arrogant or cocky, you just, bam, that mountain is gone. And then to think about what Jesus says, if we just had a little bit of faith, we could tell that mountain to move and it would move. Nothing is impossible to us if we have the faith. But what I really want to see, my goal, I guess, of this talk is to hope that all of you going through these grinds of your life, going through these trials and tribulations that are set forth by God, that you'll be molded, each and every one of you molded into a beautiful mountain that will be breathtaking and a shining example of God's almighty goodness. And when you get there, you can bask in the glory of our Heavenly Father and don't get arrogant and get torn down. Just be a big, beautiful mountain. That's what we're all being built to be. So every day you think, I can't do this. Why is this happening to me? We all do that. I do that. You do that. We've all done that and we all do that. You're just being molded. You're just being molded into a rock of a mountain beautiful and glorious for people to look at and to be inspired by. That's what I hope for all of you, to be a big, beautiful mountain molded by God. And I think that's what we're going through. I I swear, I was thinking of this as I was looking at those mountains today on my drive into work, and and it, it literally hit me. I'm like, that's us. And it's not an easy process. It is hard and a long process to build a mountain. But we can become mountains, and we we are. We're being molded. We're going through those things. And stay with it and have faith. Have that faith that you're going to get there. God is always with you. Jesus is with you. And you're going to come out of this being something beautiful and glorious to everyone through the grace of God. So that's all I got. That's what I came up with today as I was, dri- <laughs> as I was driving into work. I was like... I want to talk about this. It's different. But I was thinking from the Matthew chapter 7 when when Jesus was talking about you could move a mountain with your faith if you just had that mustard seed. And he says a mustard seed because it is the tiniest of seeds. It is this tiny, tiny, tiny speck. And apparently the apostles that were trying to cast the demon out of that kid didn't have enough faith to get him out. So it's something. Have faith. Believe in God. And enjoy this process and thank God for the good times and for the bad. Those bad times are turning you into that mountain. Those bad things you're going through, the trials and the tribulations are molding you into something better. And I'll leave you with this final thought, something I saw on social media. And someone put it up. I don't know where I saw it, but it was a person and and they had a, a still up and it just said, this is me. Asking God why, like, since I've really committed to my faith, 
I've had to go through so many trials and tribulations. And then it pops up and it's this lady going, because you've been moved up to my most favorite employee. <laughs> it's true. It seems like the more you dedicate yourself to God, the more stuff you'll go. Like you're like, wait a minute, I'm I'm supposed to be living the good life right now. I, I'm I'm a dedicated Christian. I'm going to church. I'm studying the word. I'm trying to do right. I'm really going out of my way to be a better good person. And and seems like more crap's happening to me than ever. And I can testify to that right now because ever since I started this podcast, a lot of stuff has happened. And it is just that. You are. You're becoming God's most favorite employee. And he's putting you through the fires. And you know what he's doing? He's molding you into a mountain, something glorious and beautiful. So that is what has happened. And don't lose faith. Be strong. Go through the trials and tribulations. Rejoice in them. Thank God for them. Because when you come out the other side, you will be that beautiful mountain. You really, really will be. And that's what I hope for you. And I am going to go because it's the weekend. Hope you're having a great one. And I'll be back real soon with another episode of God Wants to Talk to You. If you would like to contact us here at God Wants to Talk to You, follow us and reach out through Instagram at God Wants to Talk to You. Until next time, may the peace of our Lord be with you.